0: CHAPTER 8. EASTER Even though it was nearly Easter, there were still very few nights that it was warm enough to leave Miss Bessie out. And then there was the rain. All March it poured, and for the first time in many years, the creek bed held water. Not just a trickle either, enough so that when they swung across, it was a little scary looking down at the rushing water below. Jess took Prince Tarion across inside his jacket. But the puppy was growing so fast, he might pop the zipper any time and fall into the water and drown. Ellie and Brenda were already fighting about what they were going to wear to church. Since Mama got mad at the preacher three years back, Easter was the only time in the year that the errands went to church, and it was a big deal. His mother always cried poor, but she put a lot of thought and as much money as she could scrape together into making sure she wouldn't be embarrassed by how her family looked. But the day before she planned to take them all over to Millsburg Plaza for new clothes, his dad came home from Washington early. He'd been laid off. No new clothes this Easter. A wail went up from Ellie and Brenda like two sirens going to a fire. You can't make me go to church, Brenda said. I ain't got nothing to wear, and you know it. it Just cause you're too fat, Maybell muttered. Did you hear what she said, Mama? I'm gonna kill that kid. Brenda, will you shut your mouth, his mother said sharply. And more wearily, we got a lot more than Easter clothes to worry about. His dad got up noisily and poured himself a cup of black coffee from the pot on the back of the stove. Why can't we charge some things, Ellie said in a wheeling voice. Brenda burst in. Do you know what some people do? They charge something and wear it, and then take it back and say it didn't fit or something. The stores don't give them no trouble. Her father turned in a kind of roar. I never heard of such a fool thing in my life. Didn't you hear your mother tell you to shut your mouth, girl? Brenda stopped talking, but she popped her gum as loudly as she could just to prove she wasn't going to be put down. Jess was glad to escape to the shed in the complacent company of Miss Bessie. And there was a knock. Jess? Leslie, come on in. She looked first and then sat on the floor near his stool. Hey, what's new? Lord, don't ask. He tugged the teats rhythmically and listen to the plink, plink, plink in the pale of the bottom of the pail. Oh, that bad, huh? <clears throat> yeah, my dad just got laid off, and Brendan and Ellie are fit to fry because they can't have new clothes for Easter. Gee, I'm, I'm sorry. I- about your dad, I mean. Jess grinned. Yeah, I ain't too worried about those girls. If I know them, they'll trick m- new clothes out of somebody. Yeah, it would make you throw up to see how those girls make a spectacle of themselves in church. I never knew you went to church. Uh, Just Easter. He concentrated on the warm udders. I guess you think that's dumb or something. She didn't answer for a minute. I I was thinking I'd like to go. He stopped milking. (laughs) I don't understand you sometimes, Leslie. Well, I've never been to church before. It it would be a new experience for me. He went back to work. Eh, you'd hate it. Why? Because it's boring. Well, I'd just like to see that for myself. Do you think your parents would let me go with you? You can't wear pants. I've got some dresses, Jess, Aaron. Would wonders never cease. "Well here," he said, "open your mouth." "Why?" "Just open your mouth." And for once she obeyed. He sent a stream of warm milk straight into it. "Jess Aaron's?" The name was garbled and the milk dribbled down her chin as she spoke. "Don't open your mouth. Now you're wasting good milk." Leslie started to giggle, choking and coughing. Now, if I could just learn to pitch a baseball that straight, let me try again. Leslie controlled her giggle, closed her eyes, and solemnly opened her mouth. But now Jess was giggling, so that he couldn't keep his hand steady. You dunce. You got me right in the ear. Leslie hunched up her shoulder and rubbed her ear with the sleeve of her sweatshirt. She collapsed into giggles again. Well, I'd be obliged if you finished milking and come on back to the house. His dad was standing right there at the door. Oh. I guess I better go, said Leslie quietly. She got up and went to the door. Excuse me. His dad moved aside to let her pass. Jess waited for him to say something more, but he just stood there for a few minutes and then turned and went out. Ellie said she would go to church if Mama would let her wear the see-through blouse, and Brenda would go if she at least got a new skirt. And in the end, everyone got something new except Jess and his dad, neither of whom cared, but Jess got the idea it might have give him a little bargaining power with his mother. Since I ain't getting anything new, could Leslie go to church with us? That girl? He could see his mother rooting around in her head for a good reason to say no. Well, she don't dress right. Mama, his voice sounded as prissy as Ellie's. Leslie's got dresses? She's got hundreds of them. His mother's thin face drooped. She bit the outside of her bottom lip in a way Joyce Ann sometimes did and spoke so softly Jess could hardly hear her. I don't want no one poking up their nose at my family. Jess wanted to put his arm around her the way he put it around Maybelle when she was in need of comfort. She don't poke her nose up at you, Mama, honest," his mother sighed. Well, if she'll look decent. Leslie looked decent. Her hair was kind of slicked down and she wore a navy blue jumper over a blouse with tiny old-fashioned looking flowers. At the bottom of her red knee socks were a pair of shiny brown leather shoes that Jess had never seen before as Leslie always wore sneakers like the rest of the kids in Lark Creek. Even her manner was decent. Her usual sparkle was toned way down and she said yes and no to his mother just as though she were aware of Mrs. Aaron's dread of respect. Jess knew how hard Leslie must be trying for Leslie didn't say ma'am naturally. And in comparison to Leslie, Brenda and Ellie looked like a pair of peacocks with fake tail feathers. They both insisted on riding in the front of the pickup with their parents, which was some kind of a squeeze with Brenda's shape to consider. Jess and Leslie and the little girls climbed happily into the back of them and sat down on the old sacks his dad had put against the cab. The sun wasn't exactly shining, but it was the first day in so long <clears throat> that the rain wasn't actually coming down, and they sang, Oh Lord, What a Morning. Ah, lovely meadows, and sing, sing a song that Miss Edmonds had taught them, and even Jingle Bells for Joy Sand. The wind carried their voices away from them. It made the music seem mysterious, which filled Jess with a feeling of power over the hills rolling out from behind the truck. The ride was much too short, especially for Joy Sand, who began to cry because the arrival interrupted the first verse of Santa Claus is coming to town, which, after Jingle Bells, was her favorite. Song, Jess tickled her to get her giggling again so that when the four of them clambered down over the tailgate they were flush-faced and happy once more. They were a little late, which didn't bother Ellie and Brenda, for it meant that they got to flounce down the entire length of the aisle to the first pew, making sure that every eye in the church was on them, and every expression of every eye is a jealous one. Lord, they were disgusting, and his mother had been scared Leslie might embarrass her Jess hunched his shoulders and slunk into a pew after a string of women folks and just before his dad. Church always seemed the same. Jess could tune in out the same way he tuned out at school. With his body standing up and sitting down in unison with the rest of the congregation, but his mind numb and floating, not really thinking or dreaming, but at least free. Once or twice he was aware of being on his feet with the loud, not really tuneful singing all around him. At the edge of his consciousness, he could hear Leslie singing along and drowsily wondered why she bothered. The preacher had one of those tricky voices. It would buzz along for several minutes quite comfortably, then bang! He was screaming at you. Each time, Jess would jump, and it would take another couple minutes to relax again. Because he wasn't listening to the words, the red the man's red face was with sweat pouring down seemed strangely out of place in the doll sanctuary it was like Brenda throwing a tantrum over Joy Sand touching her lipstick it took a while to get Ellie and Brenda pulled away from the front yard of the church Jess and Leslie went ahead and put the little girls in the back and settled down to wait (coughs) gee I'm glad I I'm really glad I came Jess turned to Leslie in unbelief it was better than a movie (laughs) you're kidding no, I'm not, and she wasn't. He could tell by her face. That whole Jesus thing is really interesting, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, all those people wanted to kill him when he hadn't done anything to hurt them, she hesitated. It's really kind of a beautiful story, like Abraham Lincoln or Socrates or Oslan. <laughs> it ain't beautiful, Mabel broke in. It's scary, nailing holes right through somebody's hand. Mabel's right, Jess reached down into the deepest pit of his mind. It's because we're all vile sinners. God made Jesus die. What well, do you think? That's true. He was shocked. It's in the Bible, Leslie. She looked at him as if he were going to argue, then seemed to change her mind. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? She shook her head. You have to believe it, but you hate it. I don't have to believe it, and I think it's beautiful. She shook her head again. It's crazy. Maybelle had her eyes all squinched, as though Leslie was some strange creature in the zoo. You gotta believe the Bible, Leslie. Why? It was a genuine question. Leslie wasn't being smarty. Because if you don't believe in the Bible, Maybell's eyes were huge, God'll damn you to hell when you die. Where would she ever hear a thing like that? Leslie turned on Jess as though she were about to accuse him of some wrong he had committed against his sister. He felt hot and caught by her words and voice. He dropped his gaze to the gunny sack and began to fiddle with the draveled edge. "'That's right, ain't it, Jess?' Maybell's shrill voice demanded. "'Don't God damn you to hell if you don't believe in the Bible?' Jess pushed his hair out of his face. "'I reckon,' he muttered. "'I don't believe it,' Leslie said. "'I don't even think you've read the Bible.' "'I've read most of it,' Jess said, still fingering the sack. "'It's about the only book we've got around our place,' he looked up at Leslie and half grinned. She smiled. "'Okay,' she said. "'But I still don't think God goes around damning people to hell.' They smiled at each other, trying to ignore Maybelle's anxious little voice, but... "'But Leslie,' she insisted. "'What if you die? What's gonna happen to you if... 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 if you die?'